Good morning, wherever you are, and welcome to St. Michael's in the Morning, a podcast series encompassing everything from sermons and services to special audio presentations, brought to you by St. Michael's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. For more information, or to make a donation to St. Michael's, please visit www.st-michaels.org.
false. Now, it'd be really fun to spend the next eight and a half minutes reflecting on what a lousy person Pontius Pilate was, historically speaking. But we cannot do that. Not today. Because the point of Christ the King Sunday is not to dethrone someone else. It is not to question the truth in someone else, but rather to take a deep look at our own life. To see that, in fact, we are Pilate. That in our own unique way, that we too like to pretend that we're the king or the queen of our own little world. Right? Because like Pilate, if we're honest, we know what it's like to lie, not with our words, but with our life, with how we present ourselves to other people. There is always so much pretending that goes into keeping that crown on our head. We say we support things that actually betray our values. We laugh at jokes we don't think are very funny. We stay silent because we lack the courage to speak out. We flatter people who have the ability to advance our social standing. Like Pilate, we sometimes act more powerful and in control and collected than we feel. And at other times, we actually do the opposite. We pretend to be weaker and more helpless than we actually are because it's a proven method to get our way. It's not just Pilate. There is some falsity that runs deep within each one of our hearts because we, too, know what it's like to pretend that we are the king, that we are the queen, that we are the judge, that we are the center, and, of course, the tell that we've bought into that trap is the exact same behavior we see in Pontius Pilate. We get nervous and insecure and indecisive and defensive. And so with all of that being said, what does Christ the King Sunday invite us into? And what is the good news? And as I reflected on that question in light of today's gospel, here's where I landed. I think that Christ the King Sunday it's the liturgy's way of inviting us to experience the graceful judgment of the world's true king. I really believe that, that grace will always draw us to God's throne and lead to a posture of heart whereby we actually come to welcome Christ's graceful judgment on our life. And I want to be really, really clear. The word I'm using here is judgment, which is not even close to the same thing as condemnation. Because as Paul lays out with crystal clarity in his letter to the Romans, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. Not even an ounce. But there might just be the grace of judgment. And to get really specific, here's what I mean by that. Whenever I say that we are to let Christ judge us, all I mean is that our trust 
And the unconditional love and grace of Jesus is so strong that we're actually willing to see our falsity so that we can experience a much deeper truth about our existence, which is that we are all in Christ and that Christ is in us, that we are all being held together by the hand of God. Right? Because all falsity, and the collective insanity of our world, none of that stems from evil people who intentionally wish to harm others as the deepest desire of their heart, but rather from our heart's denial of this great gospel truth, the truth that Pilate himself failed to see, which is that we are not kings or competitors or enemies, this is not the deepest truth about who we are. No, the deepest truth about who we are is that we are family. That we are all in Christ together and that Christ the King is also in us. That we belong to one another and that there is only one rightful heir to the throne. The King of Kings and the Lord of lords. And so as you go out into the world this week, here is what I would invite you to consider and to pray through. That a commitment to the truth will always lead to a deeper examination of our own life. In our quest for truth, let us not waste precious time and energy criticizing the actions and motivations of other people, but rather let us show courage and pray that the Holy Spirit might examine who we are, what we value, how we live. Because there is nothing in life more valuable and more beautiful and more worthy of our most sincere devotion than the truth. But to seek truth begins not with a focus on someone else, but with a look at our own life. You see, the more committed we are to seeking the truth, the more falsity we might find in ourselves. And I know that sounds bad. I know that sounds like it's a depressing thing, but trust me when I say that it's not. Because in the midst of that discovery, in the midst of that graceful judgment, the uncovering of whatever falsity lives in our heart, what we always find is a deep well of grace and forgiveness that the true king of this world is all too eager to shower upon us. In fact, the Gospel of John isn't merely content to say that Jesus offers us grace. That is far too weak a word for John. But as he says in the prologue of his gospel, from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. Not grace, grace upon grace. And so rather than ending my sermon this morning with some kind of statement, I think I'd like to end by just posing a few questions for us to pray through this week. Not as the judge, but as a fellow pseudo-king, a pretender in recovery, as someone who 
places himself right there with you and all the people of God before the throne of grace, awaiting the graceful judgment of Christ the King. And so a few questions to think about this week. Will we stand before Christ the King and let him question us as he did Pilate? And if so, what does that look like in our life? Where in our life do we potentially point out the falsity in others? And in what way does our habit of doing that help us evade our own falsity? And finally, what is the deepest truth about this world? And how might we align our lives with that truth? Think about those questions this week. But do so with the words of Hebrews 4.16 etched in your mind and your heart. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we might receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Amen. Amen.